0: everybody. Howdy.
1: Hello.
2: We're so excited that you're here.
1: Thanks you for coming. <laughs> great to be here.
0: Can we Let's just start out by telling everybody about the band that we're forming. The, yes. black, the black shirts.
1: Oh, yeah.
2: Well, not just black shirts. We're also wearing black pants. <laughs> so all of us have the same exact outfit on. We should have got the same we're shoes. Like and everything. Kind of we're looking color, pretty cool. Yeah,
0: they're close. I left those at home. See, that's the only other color that I have is literally that color. <laughs> I think it's called Oxblood.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: So Nashville, because of the show, seeing the things that you've been up to, I thought when we were, when we were thinking about Nashville and we were thinking about inviting you, I was like the music career and the stuff that you put together and like I must be really excited to come here and, and be stuck in Music
1: City for Con of Thrones it, it seems like a really cool thing. Yeah man, yeah, it's so cool here. Like, yesterday we were sort of walking down Broadway and just seeing how many, there's like four layers, all these bars and there's a band playing in every, it's so cool. The music's mixing together, it sounds like cacophony. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's really cool and um, it's just a, yeah, it's just all about the music here, which is great. You just missed
0: the Stanley Cup finals. I don't know if anyone here is a Predators fan. You got some locals. There's a couple. I know we've got some Predators fans on staff, and man, I was pulling for you guys so hard, especially after taking out the Blackhawks. Come on. Anyway, sports. <laughs> sports. sports.
2: <laughs> Wrong sports. audience. <laughs> it was, I'm
0: just saying, it was, if you thought Nashville was, it, it, was, it was the most, in, I've never seen anything like it. The wow. city was crawling. It was pretty cool.
2: Well, so I don't know if everybody here in the audience knows your music background or your music career, and I think that, like you are saying, here in Nashville, there's so much live music here. Um, if you could kind of give everybody a rundown of all of you've accomplished on that front?
1: Um, yeah, it's kind of it's something that I've always done um, from a, being a kid. It was kind of what I really wanted to do, really. Mm-hmm. I wanted to be a rock star. <laughs> <laughs> and, um, yeah, but it kind of, as the, as the acting career kind of started kicking off, um, it, it's kind of difficult to do both. And I was, I was playing in bands and stuff, but then I decided, well, I'll just start writing songs on the guitar, or you can take a guitar everywhere. Um, Yeah, so it it became that, yeah, and and so it's just something I do because I really love music. Mm -hmm. Um, And it's not really, and what's wonderful about it now is that it's not actually about money or um, making a career out of it. It's just something that I get to do and I'm in complete control of it and I get to make whatever tunes that happen to come out of me. (laughs) And um, yeah, so it's really cool thing to do. So I made, I released my first album two years ago.
2: While you were filming, hmm? right? You recorded. Yeah, it was in between.
1: I think we must have been doing season four, Game Mm -hmm. of Thrones. Yeah, so. Crazy. I just do a little week in the studio and then go and do some terrible things to some poor people. (laughs) And then (laughs) go and do some music to cleanse my soul. Uh (laughs) We'll get into that.
2: (laughs) Can you? But I'm curious though, because I just think that's so cool that you've got this huge passion for music while also this incredible talent on television. Can you talk a little bit about your, like the creative differences between putting channeling your energy into your music and channeling energy into the show and how that overlaps or how that's different? I'm just interested
1: uh, in Yeah, I mean, uh, the thing is when you're shooting the TV series, especially something like Game of Thrones, it's so many people and it's a well-oiled machine. It's, so you literally just get wheeled on. It's like, right, your day, your scenes up. Mm-hmm. Get on yeah. now. <laughs> like I'll <cattle>. go home. <laughs> And I go home. But with the music, it's kind of something that I'm completely in control of. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's kind of nice, and it's really uh, it's nice to have something creative to do in between, like acting jobs or in between scenes or whatever. You know, when you're just sitting in your trailer. So it's just um, it's just something that really helps me. I think just sitting with a guitar and singing. Um, so yeah, it's very. Especially when you have some of the characters I end up playing. I was
2: going to say, as you're uh, playing Ramsey, does any of his stuff kind of seep into your music ever?
1: <laughs> Thankfully not. No, it's the complete opposite. Yeah, the
0: songs okay. about flaying and stuff. Yeah. It's like hidden in a love song. Yeah. it's about heartbreak. Yeah,
2: literally, <laughs> literally.
0: <laughs> I broke the heart. I
2: broke
0: it. Can you imagine? That's a rough way to go, honestly. Mm. You're here at the convention. Obviously, we've brought it up a few times. You know, Ramsey Bolton, obviously, a villainous person you've got to get tired of hearing those questions you know what i mean <laughs>
1: yeah i mean it's 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 just it's just part of it, i suppose yeah. but um yeah it's i i wonder if i'm sometimes a bit of a disappointment when people meet me and they're like huh. Oh. <laughs> he's pretty nice <laughs> yeah, like why are you so nice i was nice? hoping you'd be horrible <laughs> but, you know, but then i guess yeah lucky for you i'm not mm-hmm. like my character otherwise
2: <laughs> i was going to say do you have you are there any experiences, particularly, where people have treated you differently because they just know you from the characters, not only in Game of Thrones but a couple other things, projects you've been working on? Um, they treat you the way they treat
1: your character. Uh, no, I don't think so. I think Good. I think with something like Game of Thrones, because it's what well, it's set in the sort of um, f- fictional but yet historical world. They, can, they sort of obviously know we're all actors. Yeah. <laughs> it doesn't stop people from calling you Ramsey in the street, but, you know.
2: You mean it's not real? I just... Just,
1: just don't call me Ramsey Snow, because you will be
2: told.
1: <laughs> it's Lord Bolton to you. <laughs> I mean, yeah.
0: yeah. That was um... a pretty powerful moment. <laughs> I mean, I think we were all watching the TV show when that happened. I remember when you guys were standing on the hill. I think it
1: was outside of Winterfell. Yeah. I was just like, oh, shit. <laughs> that was a brutal day. That was, yeah. It was really windy and very cold. Um, yeah. I remember we were like, well, we're, we're still going to film the scene now in this. Right. Really? <laughs> I was like, okay.
0: And there's 30 other people in like full jackets that are completely fine. They're
1: yeah, like, all you know, these people in like breakers. completely covered, yeah, in the North Face gear going. Mm-hmm. They got lit up things on their back. Yeah, I mean, we had sort of, um, you know, Warmers in our shoes and stuff, but there's only a point. We had, you know, the actors were lucky. The um, the supporting the extras and stuff, they had to just stand out there. It was much worse for them. Um, But yeah, it was uh, it was a pretty cold day. And when you've got like a big cloak and a sword and stuff, and you're getting blown around, we're trying to do this really serious, poignant moment. It's like, thank you, Father. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Can I go home now? (laughs) It was cold, man
0: approached Game of Thrones and then they, I'm assuming that it started with an audition process and it went from there. Was, was, it, was there anything particularly about the script that that really spoke to you enough to, to seek the project out yourself?
1: Um, well, I, I was, I, when, it, when the pilot came and they were casting that, I read that pilot and auditioned for, well, it was just like a random, I think, I, I think it was um, Daenerys' brother I was auditioning for first. Viserys, yeah. Viserys, yeah. Thank you. And, um, <laughs>
2: We got you. I mean,
1: he died in season one. How can you even remember these people names? We just had to rewatch it for all this. <laughs> and then, yeah, and then after that, um, but then they decided we wanted to go for Jon Snow, so I was auditioning for that. Jon Snow? Yeah, it was that's such it a was, different that's character. Yeah, so I'd already, I was quite familiar with it, and then it was, well, it literally was down to me and Kit uh, as to who was going to play Jon Snow he got the part and I think it was, you know, I think they made a very good decision, Um, but yeah, so, and then season two was coming, I was like, hang on a minute, what? Why am I getting seen for this? I went all the way to, (laughs) so I started thinking that they hated me and then, yeah, and then this character, and when I first got this script for uh, the audition for Ramsey, it was just called Boy, Yeah. and I was like, perfect. Like, from Jon Snow, to the part of Boy. <laughs> yeah.
0: it was you like, know, I didn't get Jon Snow, but I was number yeah.
2: two. Yeah, sake. So. come on, from Jon Snow, like, to Boy.
1: Yeah, well, I'm going to need a little bit more Lannister. Yeah, but it was just yeah. I just thought, well, I'm going to need a little bit more than Boy, guys, if yeah. you want me to do. And then they would say, yeah, he, he's Ramsay Snow, and yeah, but you can't tell anyone for a year until it comes out. Because it's like, oh, great. So when people are asking me, oh, what part are you playing? Oh, you got a part in Game of Thrones. That's great. What, are you, what part are you playing? Boy. <laughs> Point number one, <laughs> yeah, and everyone's was like, oh, that's great, oh, his career's going down the pan, He's, uh... <laughs> but it was, yeah, it was quite a relief at the end to be able to actually see who I was playing.
2: Mm-hmm. What was the reaction of the, your friends and family as you can't, can't talk much about the process beforehand and have them see you on screen?
1: Yeah, well, uh, yeah, uh, you're not allowed to talk about anything, it's very, yeah by pain of death. <laughs> you will not reveal any secrets. I know. But um, yeah, so I guess it's funny when they watch it and they're like, oh man, <laughs> your character. Yeah. Whoa. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, he's not very nice. But um, yeah, no, I mean, it's quite funny. People, I think they just find it really funny seeing me do all that stuff with mm-hmm. friends. <laughs> Who's
2: this guy? Yeah. Yeah, like,
0: oh,
1: can't do that. Um.
0: I have a completely random question I just thought of. Have you ever seen the meme... Which is the thing on the internet? You know, memes are they really weird. Some yeah. people call them memes. <laughs> Have you ever seen the meme where you're standing near Alfie, who's put up on that thing that they put Fifty Shades of gray joy. Oh yeah, <laughs> very good. That was good timing. Yeah, brilliant, <laughs> brilliant, genius. It was a good moment. Know. It's like if you look at it differently, it could be very intimate. Yeah. But anyway.
1: <laughs> well, what we were doing that, kind of was I was trying to put a bit of kind of. You know, I wanted him to be a bit sort of weird and you're not sure if he's kind of sexual and he's, so I was, yeah. I was actively doing that, yeah. Oh, I, I think that I'm glad was... people, you know, noticed. <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> well, can you talk a little bit about that and how you get into that mindset and kind of bring those subtleties to the character? And...
1: Um, I guess it's just like any other role, you do your homework and um, so yeah, it's just being really prepared and sort of, you know, you take everything from the script and, and also the um, David and Dan, the creators, they were really great. So sat me down, we had really good discussions about the character and what, what he was. Um, yeah, so it was kind of, yeah, you just have to, just go there, man. Um, we're well, not go all the way there, but <laughs> go there to a certain degree. It was hard, those things were harder for Alfie, to be honest, because he was, yeah, you know, it was in a lot, it was very uncomfortable for him and, he was, and it, was all, it was just thankless for him because all he had was just me in his face all day going, yeah. he was just like, oh God. He was just like, I <laughs> so afterwards in the night I'd have to take him out for dinner and yeah. go and play pool and he was just like, oh. oh. So I like, it's all right mate, we're just pretending, It's okay. <laughs> And anyway, may everyone will, everyone will forgive your character now, I think. <laughs>
0: so the Red Nose Dave video is basically the chemistry that you guys have he walks in the room. It's the eye lock. Oh, yeah, And then yeah, the that hug. Was mm-hmm. That was good. That was funny. Uh, I love the effort that HBO, Game of Thrones, and David O'Dan, the entire production team, put into the show. I think it's just, it's really unlike anything else that I've seen on television. And honestly, it's getting to the point where it's unlike anything I see on screen.
1: It's impressive how they do this, man. It's the logistics of filming a series like that. I, I just wouldn't know where to start. And I mean, at, at, at some point, I think we were doing season six, there were four units independently yeah. filming different things all in That's all, over awesome. you know, like the world and in Belfast. It was just like, wow, um, how do people just... Because I thought we could just turn up on the wrong set and be like, oh, oh, oh this is not my set. I'm in the wrong place.
0: <laughs> There's so many characters they don't quite remember, they're like, who are you? You're boy, right? Yeah, like, <laughs> okay, got it. Yes, I'm boy. <laughs> Boy, we need you in Belfast. <laughs> so, you've had obviously you've had interior filming at, in Belfast, but you've also been a part of the of the camera crews that are shooting outside in places like Winterfell. I have to I have to bring it up because it's my my dog who's my, my best friend. His he's a big fan of yours, <laughs> licking his lips. <laughs> that that and uh, you often have dogs. And he looks at the screen and he's like, What are those hounds barking at? So that's why he just like, lights up every time that. That's what he's plays. watching the show yeah, for. exactly.
1: There's a whole other level. The animals watch Game of Thrones as well. Those trees are gray. Horses love Game of Thrones. Yeah. Those dogs are gray. Yeah. Some of their favorite horse actors are in it. There's a lot
0: of horses in Game of Thrones. So, that, anyway, that scene, you shot it out. It was, it was in Two Swords in the first episode of season four and uh it stuck out to me as one of uh one of the most powerful sequences in the show that i've seen just uh, i love the way that they moved the camera i thought that uh it was directed very well and was directed by the showrunners and uh my question was filming in the environment inside of titanic studios versus being out with a different unit what, what is what is the dynamic like between you and the crew and what's it like for you being on set
1: and um, well they're still the same units You see, right. so they, they could. They have uh, a dragon and wolf units, right. which they called and sometimes raven and i don't know what the other one is i can't remember but um then so yeah so you've got the same crew so you're working right. with the same guys in theory
0: but what's what's from being inside cloistered versus
1: yeah it's it's, uh, it's because um well obviously a studio is a very controlled environment so everything's a lot easier and you could just move a wall and stick a camera there you know <laughs> yeah ex- yeah exactly and you're inside and you're not out in the cold but um yeah, I mean, some, I think when we did that uh, dogs hunting thing, it was really warm for a change. So we were like running, <laughs> was like, um, But um, I think being in a studio is easier for an actor because obviously there's just, yeah, all the variables you don't have to deal with of weather, and you know, even things as simple as, oh, there's a cloud over the sun, so everyone has to wait for the cloud to leave because yeah. otherwise it won't match with what you're shooting and all that stuff, which is just kind of boring, but you know, it's part of <laughs> filming, which you don't have to worry about in a studio.
2: I think something like that is really interesting. The clouds moving, and Absolutely. that's something that we don't really hear about very yeah, often yeah. with filming and kind of that process there. Are there any stories from set that you can share that we wouldn't think about while you're filming or something funny you could share with <laughs> <us>? them? <It's
1: laughs> something really embarrassing. Yeah, just like <laughs> yeah. Well, um, Michael McElhattan, who plays Ruse, my daddy, Daddy Bolton. <laughs> Um, he's does his really good impressions. <laughs> so, we're, so we're literally up until we do a take. We're just kind of—he's doing Michael Caine or something. And I'm just like ah, an action. <laughs> and we're both like the most evil people in the world. It's, so funny. it's just like, but when we were doing the wedding um, for uh, Sansa and Ramsay's wedding, we just couldn't stop laughing because it was just so funny. And Sophie's terrible <laughs> for it. Right. Sophie's just trying to make you laugh all the time, and she she can just completely switch her off. So she, and then we're all like, you know, it's like, how'd you do that? But, um, yeah, so it was just funny. We were both, because me and him were just standing there. We're just watching Alfie's coming in, like, Bruh. and then, like, <laughs> <laughs> and then, like Sophie, just looks incredible in this beautiful dress, and me and me and Michael are just laughing our heads off. It's like this is ridiculous. And, and I think there was, I, it obviously, didn't make the cut, but there was a brilliant scene we did. I think it was in season five, where at the end we were just, without telling the crew, we just started evil laughing. So we're like, <laughs> and I thought it really worked. It was brilliant. So we were both just there, evil laughing. It'd be on film that, so they should. I don't know. They should have. I, I thought they should have kept it in. Yeah. I liked it I mean it's not
0: far off right it's just less it's less subtle yeah than
1: that's what know. those two do when the cameras are off them I mean, they're all just laughing going, what should we do next <laughs>
2: right. it's such a heavy show to know that right. this kind of stuff happens uh, behind the scenes we take it scenes. very
1: seriously yeah, yeah.
2: <laughs>
0: that's good you guys having a good time yeah. yay I just Try not to forget about everyone else here. I feel yeah. like we're just hanging out in the house or something. Yeah. Yeah, a chat, right? Forming
2: our band. Chat. <laughs> yeah. So which
1: direction should we go with our band? What do you reckon? Well, do you want to play gu- guitar? Because you're kind of already doing that. Yeah. I'd like to play something else in it. Really? The bongos, maybe. I'll mm-hmm. play Glockenspiel. Great. Be perfect Mar- Marimba?
2: I'll well, do whatever. We need I have someone no talent whatsoever. It's <laughs> fun to do it. So this is something, to change gears a little bit from our band, is that okay? <laughs> talk about something else. Um, so something that I think is interesting, as you're kind of playing this massive role and starting to interact with people differently, or maybe not differently, um, can you talk about some of the weirdest celebrity encounters you've had? So I'm sure that you got lots of people coming up to you, but have you ever been on the opposite end of that and just been completely embarrassed uh, meeting somebody?
1: Yes, <laughs> I think I, a good few years ago, I was I met Idris Alba and I oh, yeah. I mean yeah, I was a huge fan of The uh-huh. Wire, yes, and, um, yes. and I just finished watching it, and I was at this party, and it was like Idris Alba's over there. Whoa, I have to go and sit, I'm just going to go and sit, I was I'm not going to go and talk to him. A couple of beers in, I was like I'm going to talk to him, <laughs> <But> <laughs> yeah. I, and then um, I was just sort of walking across the room, like trying to be cool, and like I'm going to I'm going to. You know style this out this is going to be fine like be nice and cash walked up to him and he was just like i love you in the wire so. <laughs> <laughs> and he's got massive hands and it was like my little hand in his i felt like a little <laughs> child it was like oh ah. yeah it was really embarrassing like that did not go how i planned it <laughs> that is her favorite show
0: of all time
2: the wire i really love the wire so if we Great. want to like change this whole thing into a wire convention that's cool I'd be fine with it. Yeah, am cool. sure, you
0: moved to Baltimore because you liked The Wire so much.
2: I mean, I'm not answering that question. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's cool. I mean, you come into, into contact with so many different people, and I think to be on the other side of that and to, as you're having this um, really great career, to then be able to kind of look at your favorite characters and kind of understand the process behind some of your favorite TV shows, I think that's probably, like you can think about what it was like to film The Wire, you know what I mean? Yeah, you know, exactly, it's, yeah. That's yeah. a cool place to be in. So.
1: Yeah, it's interesting to be on that, yeah. But now I, I'm a little bit less, now I understand what it's also like to have people coming up to you and being weird, so it's like, right. now I just leave people alone. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I saw Paul McCartney in a, in a bar in LA and it was like, No. <laughs> I'll, I'll leave him be. He yeah. looks like he's having a nice time. He doesn't need some idiot from Wales coming up to him.
0: <laughs> Melting in front of him. <laughs> <laughs> oh, the beetles. Do you ever look around, like after that scene you were talking about, like, San St. Cynthian's wedding, do you ever look around and just think, this is
1: my job? Yeah, all the time, every day. <laughs> <laughs> like, what am I doing? Right. Like, I've got a sword.
0: Just playing, <laughs> just playing around.
1: <laughs> yeah, we literally, that's what we do. Pretending to be other people. It's exactly how kids play. That's yeah. what I think acting is. It's just trying to find, what you know, when you see kids playing, like, whatever, pirates or something, and they're, like, so in it, and then the mum goes, like, dinner's on the table, and they're just, like, out, have their dinner, and it's like, but I can play again now, and then they go straight back into it. And, um, yeah, I guess that's what I'm striving for as an actor, to be able to do that.
2: <laughs> yeah, no, I think that's really cool. Is there, is there a particular part or character or, you know, you talk about playing as children, is there something that you grew up loving that you would love to play that would kind of be the dream for
1: you? Uh, <laughs> Bless you. <laughs> Are you alright? <laughs> um, yeah. Um, the Oh right. Oh. oh, yeah. That'd be cool. Yeah. That'd be fun. Yeah. You got some screwdriver. Yeah. Make it could happen. It could happen. happen. Apparently, I should put a. Someone told me to put a bet on myself to play the doctor. I was like, okay. Or a funny hat. Yeah, it usually helps. I always wanted to play Bilbo Baggins. I was really. Oh yeah. Oh yes. I I wasn't old enough, and and I wanted to. And then, well, Frodo happened when I was too young, and then Bilbo was no. Yeah, I was always too young. Yeah. you were always too young. Um, Yeah, bloody Martin Freeman, you. (laughs) Hate him. Not really, yeah, he's great, <laughs> I'm only joking. But no, it was always the part, because I was, I was such a big fan of The Hobbit when I was a kid, and I was sort of, when, you know, I thought, oh, if they make a film of this, like, i mean, I look like a Hobbit. <laughs> I could play a Hobbit. And then, but it never happened, and yeah, but it was a shame, but there we are.
2: Maybe the reboot, yeah. someday.
1: <laughs> yeah, they'll remake it yeah. in a couple of years, <laughs> won't they, when I'm old enough. Uh-huh. <laughs> the Hobbit in the 16 films. I feel like we have the opposite problem with Game of
0: Thrones, though, because we're adapting A Song of Ice and Fire, HBO's adapting A Song of Ice and Fire, and it's not finished. Hmm. It's uh, very long, very dense, very rich in detail, and it spawns a lot of um, wonderful conversations, discussions, theories, etc., and the last two seasons of the show are less episodes than all the previous episodes have been and so it's an interesting dichotomy when you look at the the way that the it's resulted where you would take the hobbit and split it into three films but
1: yeah we're kind of stepping yeah. things
0: back a little bit and focusing on the the big moments yeah i think that's
1: really great i think it's a really good idea for them to do that because also you don't want it to just keep going, yeah. going on and on yeah. and yeah. it needs to be resolved you yeah. need to feel like you, you know you've watched all this for a reason and is right. you know which is yeah i'm really looking forward to the new Me season too. And I don't know anything about it, it's great. For the first time, no one can ask me this question. Uh-huh. Yeah, I can genuinely, I don't know anything. I really don't know anything.
2: I think that especially with your character, we got a really satisfying resolve at the end. <laughs> and I don't know. I
1: think that's fair to say, yeah. yeah. How, did you think, how did you feel about how it went? When you saw it in the script, were you like, okay? I was really pleased with it, yeah. I thought it was a cracker. I wanted a dragon-related death, but yeah. you know. We you all do. Have, you can't have everything in this world. and. Um, um, no, I thought it was a really good death i i was re- when i was reading the script the first time i i knew i knew I was dying in this episode and 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 then there was the bit where John snows smashing his face in it's just like so ironic after <laughs> what happened with the casting yeah yeah, yeah that's true. and then um, yeah, so I, and then i <laughs> so thought he'd no. just died i right. thought he di- right. i was like what that can't be his I death thought he d- i thought he was dead too yeah I, I was like no way man you can't give me something better than that and then i read on and I was like oh yeah dogs that's great that's that's terrible Our was girl Sansa. That was but i think it was the right time to kind of for ramsey to go i think you need that sort of you know you need to get. There was nowhere to, left for him to go. He was. He'd done so many terrible things, and you know, what's he going to do next? You know what I mean? It's, right. It's right. like you know. I, I just thought. I thought he was. I thought they did it well. I thought. Um. I felt that he had a good life, and then, yeah, because he almost got there. But when I got, when I found out I was dying, I got the. You get a call from, from David and Dan, and they were like, so, oh, hey, congratulations, Ramsey ends up on the Iron Throne." And I was like. <laughs> I'm dead, aren't I? <laughs> <laughs> I I'm dead. <laughs> yeah, so it was, it was quite a funny conversation. I knew it was coming, and it was yeah. But I thought, yeah, I thought they, were, I thought they, were, uh, I was very pleased with how he died, well, which true. is a weird sentence.
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but so were we. So it's not that weird.
0: <laughs> I mean, you realize that you made the entire world forget about Joffrey. <laughs> I
1: mean that's pretty cool yeah I mean that was a par- I mean,
0: year after year like your performance was just it, it dialed people in the, the, the visceral reaction people have to Ramsey Bolden is not like how people have to other characters on other mm-hmm. shows or even in that show it's yeah
1: just... it's a strange thing yeah I think I, don't, I, don't, I, I often wonder why and um, obviously it's been written really well they've written such a great oh, yeah. great character um, but I think, I think the scary thing about Ramsey is that he could be standing right next to you. Yeah. And you would know he was a so crazy, psychopathic, ruthless, ruthless killer. And then you, you, you know, he'd just turn and you would have a knife in you. you know, it's just, yeah. He's that kind of character. He feels like he's r- real. Um, and because he's, there's nothing he wouldn't do. Mm-hmm. And that's quite a frightening thing. You know, if we're, and, he, and he'll do it himself and be happy to do right. it. Right. Joffrey exactly. would send someone off to get killed or whatever. Ramsay wants to do the killing and he'll enjoy that,
0: it. That's mm-hmm. the scary part. It's just he's a person that... Or he was a person that appears to be just like everyone else that is hanging out. You know what I mean? Like, it's, he's walking in the same hallways as us. He has a great facial expression. He's smiling and he's, he's yeah. figuring things out. And with no remorse, he would just cut your head off. Yeah. Sure.
1: Yeah. Why not? He's a, he's a kind of character that, if, you know, it was like, oh, we need you to go and. Um I'm really sorry uh, you needed to go and kill those children. Most people would be like, "Oh, for my king I will do it." Oh, I don't want to do this." And it'll weigh on their conscience for the rest of their lives. Whereas Ramdi would be like, "Oh, great, yeah, we're going." I think that's <laughs> that's the scary thing about him, I And that's the thing he's just such a evil human being, mm-hmm, right. no remorse, uh, no empathy for anything. Mm-hmm. Yeah, except when he killed his dad, that shook him up a little bit, I think. A
2: little yeah. bit,
1: yeah. But um because he didn't expect it, it came out of nowhere and he just uh, yeah, but I think he got over it quite quickly. Was that in, <laughs> was that in the
0: script, like in your notes? In the was it like we want you to realize midway through his passing that he's your dad and you're never going to see him again? Was it something like that, or was it? Um,
1: no, it wasn't. In, it wasn't necessary. It was, it was a discussion I had with um, the director. Uh, um, who did that? episode, Jeremy Pedasew, I think. Yeah. And um, he, it was an interesting, you know, it was like, well, how do you think he feels about this? Because there's two ways of doing this. He could just go in and do it, and he's like, right, on with it. But I thought it was interesting. Jeremy was like, well, maybe we should look, that, you know, well, there's two questions I had, that and also, is this premeditated? Yeah. And it, and both, it was like, no, it's not premeditated. He's heard the news, and he's just gone, I've got to do it now. So he reacted right then. Yeah, that was yeah. when he'd made the decision, I'm just going to, and it almost happened, before, you know, he's in a hug, and he's just gone, and and then that shocked him and that he was frightened by that and then he had to like really control like right. regain control and the the enormity of what he's done because i think if the the only person in the world who he did actually care about what they thought of him or whatever right. was his dad and he'd worked so hard to get his father to sort of basically just say well done son and then he kills him you know and it's uh it's brutal but yeah i think i, I felt you know you kind of it was nice in that season 6 that there were moments where it for the first time, you saw a little bit more of the humanity in him, like the death of his girlfriend, and then killing his dad, and he's kind of... But then after that, he's gone. He's gone. He's, there's nothing that...
2: Well, that's exactly, I think, what makes his character so evil, and we're talking about the difference between someone like Joffrey and Ramsay, is that we do get that human humanization, humanized moment, when these little glimpses of reality, I think, than the type of man that Ramsey could be. And I think that that's what makes who he is so terrifying because he also is, underneath all of that, somebody who cares and and who, at least very briefly, glimpses that we see have feelings for people that he cares about. Um, Which I think is interesting. But one of my favorite things that you bring in those moments is your facial expressions. Because I think that we so quickly turn from you... Whatever, enjoying the moment. I don't know what, what you do when you're relishing,
0: not <laughs> doing awful other things. Fear and misfortune. Yeah, but
2: yeah. you have these incredible facial expressions that just show how crazed Ramsey is, and I think that that's one of the greatest parts about this character. Thanks.
1: <laughs> also, that sausage gift. <laughs> yeah, you know, for the rest of my life. Oh. <laughs> yeah, was it worth it? What was I doing with my face in that scene? It was that's weird. what I'm
0: talking about. <laughs> I mean, we were shaking a sausage for God's sakes. Like, what else would you do?
1: I knew eating a sausage. I mean, that's brutal as <laughs> hell. I know.
0: We just realized this is totally off topic, but we just realized that in season two, because we're for another podcast that we do, uh, we had to rewatch stuff. And we're like looking at these details, and it was right after Theon made the decision to okay, I'm gonna sack Winterfell because someone just said that. That's a good idea. It cut to Arya and Tywin in Harrenhal, and Arya was stabbing a sausage with the fork, and I was like, oh, man. Foreshadowing. (laughs) Brutal. (laughs) They just, so they had time to give you a really good moment is what I'm saying.
1: Yeah, and it's also, you know where the horns are blowing? Yes. Outside of (laughs) Winterfell, that's Ramsay.
0: Oh, oh yeah, yeah. Well, Reek at the time, right? right? Secretive because before he was Theon. No, no,
1: when, when Reek's, um, sorry, I call him Reek now, but um, <laughs> it's easier. Um, no, you know, there's, when they're actually in Winterfell and there's those horns blowing outside and he's like, these bloody horns, that's Ramsay <laughs> Yeah, because Yeah, because it's only mentioned briefly that Ruse Bolton says to, I think, Rob Stark, yeah. um, right. I've sent my bastard up to, mm-hmm. Wow. So, yeah. So, I guess you really started messing
0: with his head early is what you're saying. Yeah, which is quite interesting, yeah. Jeez. Yeah, that was a complete takeover of that of that person. So that was, yeah, I mean the the chemistry between you and Alfie though is it's ridiculous, especially in those in those early scenes where you're you know really establishing your dominance on him, and it's just like the testosterone in, the, in that room was shifting. It's like when when the women came in and then you came in and everything just kind of
1: everything just kind of changed. Yeah, those are really well written scenes, so I mean. it was So good. Yeah, it was and, also
0: really hard for a lot of people to watch.
1: Yeah, I can imagine. Yeah, but Alfie's uh, um, I really enjoyed working with Alfie. Um, he, you know, he gives it his all, and uh, he's a great actor to work with. And I think he's, he's done a fantastic job.
0: I've just been really impressed by the performance of you guys. Uh, like I said, the, the subtlety in which you've been bringing out a lot of these dramatic elements in a, in a show that has it has those, but a lot of it's muddled with action and and a really rich score and, and insane cinematography. But you guys were pretty well locked into a you know a fixed environment, making that like. From him turning to Theon, to Reek, yeah. you know, like in a room, essentially, you know, without all the struggles that Danny goes through to become a queen. It's, mm. it's just a, a lot of acting in a short amount of time. You know yeah, I mean? but mm-hmm. it,
1: again, great, great scenes, really well constructed, wonderfully written. Get to work with great directors, mm-hmm. wonderful filmmakers, you know, it, it helps it's, a lot.
0: Like, yeah. This is my job, I just show up yeah. and play around a little yeah. bit. It's ridiculous. <laughs> it's crazy. Today's episode is brought to you by Blue Apron. Picnics, potlucks, dinner parties, barbecues, good food is essential to a successful summer. And now, it's easier than ever to create delicious summer meals with Blue Apron. Because for less than $10 a meal, Blue Apron delivers seasonal recipes along with pre-portioned ingredients right to your door. Blue Apron has been especially convenient for us this summer during all of the planning and travel for Con of Thrones. And right now is the perfect time, if you haven't jumped aboard to check out what they're offering. Blue Apron is completely flexible, so you can customize your recipes each week and choose a delivery option that fits your needs. And Blue Apron's freshness guarantee promises that every ingredient arrives ready to cook or they'll make it right. Some of the meals available in July include seared chicken and creamy pasta salad with summer squash and sweet peppers, creamy shrimp rolls with quick pickles and sweet potato wedges, fresh basil fettuccine pasta with sweet corn and cubanella pepper, and chili butter steaks with Parmesan potatoes and spinach. Hannah is currently traveling back from Con of Thrones, so I'm going to let you know how you can get your first three meals for free. You can check out this week's menu and get your first three meals free with free shipping by going to blueapron.com slash owns. You will love how good it feels and tastes to create incredible home-cooked meals with Blue Apron. So don't wait. That's blueapron.com slash O-W-N-S. Blue Apron, a better way to cook. Should we take questions? Yeah, I think so. What, what time are we at? Does anyone have the time? Well.
2: Oh yeah, so I think what we wanna do is take some questions from the, from the audience if anybody has any burning things they'd like to ask.
1: Yes, exactly. Um, my house is essentially uh, a place where kittens who have no homes can come and live, <laughs> and I nurse them back to health with my own hands, <laughs> and then kill them. <laughs> <laughs> no, definitely not. <laughs> Are they here? That was the look. That was the look. <laughs>
2: <laughs> of who is worse Ramsey Bolton or Dolores Umbridge Ooh. Oh,
1: who sorry Dolores, Dolores Umbridge from oh. Harry Potter fortunately I know who you're talking about <laughs> <laughs> um Dol- Dolores I mean she wasn't she was just a bit of a dick wasn't she I mean I think Ramsay's probably, although she can use magic, so that's, mm, maybe she is worse. I think
2: it's a general consensus that uh, we all believe that Umbridge is worse than Voldemort, so it's not really a comparison between Voldemort and Ramsay, it's more of a comparison between Umbridge and Ramsay.
1: Oh, right, interesting.
0: Murder doesn't count. (laughs) (laughs) No, it's just if you were annoying while you did it. Right, okay. (laughs) Thank you. Thank
1: you. My name is Daisy, and first of all, I'm really glad you didn't get Jon Snow, because I don't think anyone else could have sold Ramsey Bolton like you did, honestly. Yeah. <laughs> Hell yeah. Thank you very much. Thank you. Oh yeah. My
0: question is, um, I saw that you recently did Hitler. What else do you have up and coming in your
1: future? <laughs> Fits you, I guess. Well, there's Mussolini next year, <laughs> and I'm doing Stalin, I think. <laughs> right. Uh, no, um, uh, i just finished shooting a series for uh, called Inhumans for Marvel. Marvels Inhumans, um, where I play a character called Maximus. Um, but um, yeah, I mean that the the Hitler thing's been done. Um, it's it was only a short film for um, Sky Arts, which has always been on television in the UK. I don't know, I don't know where you'd find it here, but. Um, yeah, that, and the, yeah, so we're in humans now, that's out on the 1st of September, I think.
0: Well, I've followed you since Misfits, and hats off, cloaks off, you're awesome.
1: Thank you very <laughs> much. It's very kind of you. Thank you. Hi, uh,
0: my name's Steve, and I was just wondering what is your personal favorite scene that you've shot in all of Game of Thrones?
1: Ooh, that's a tricky one. Um, I think my favorite scene I shot is a yeah, it was the one where the shaving scene, with um, with the, where he gets Rick to shave him, and he speak because it's the first. It was a, first of all, it was the first time I was speaking to someone else, really, and um, it was, and I, it, was, but it was. I thought that scene was just so well constructed for an actor. It was just like, you thought he was he was losing power. He was losing power. Then he's like, right, I'm going to show you how. I, um, I thought it was a wonderful scene. I also enjoyed giving him a bath. <laughs> <laughs> he needed it. I'm Elaria from Dorna, from another bastard from (laughs) Dorna. Yeah. I just wanted, actually, I'm Gina from Los Angeles. But, um, yeah. No,
2: but I wanted to ask is actually the opposite. Um, What was the most difficult scene for you? Because you had a lot of cringe-worthy moments, um, like with Theon and with with Sansa. Um, What was the most difficult for you uh, when you read the script and you were like, man, I really have to bring my A-game on this one?
1: It was, yeah, the, after the wedding, I think uh, that scene was particularly horrible to film. Um, yeah, I was looking forward to that. No one was, but it was difficult because everyone, there was a really Somb atmosphere on set because everyone knew what was going, what was happening. And you've seen this character grow up and she's had such a terrible life. And then she ends up with Ramsay Bolton. I mean, oh God, I couldn't have. But yeah, that was the hardest for me. Yeah. Okay, thank you. Thank you.
2: Hi. Um first of all, thank you so much for being here. such a big fan. you did a phenomenal job thank you of course. Um, my question to you is, is there any particular character in Game of Thrones or actor that you didn't get to work with on the show that you wish that you were able to
1: well a lot of them um I would have le- i think i mean of the first one that came to my head is Charles dance i think to, I would have, i mean like, yeah. he's just he is just the business i just he's such a class act um He's amazing. And uh, yeah, I would have loved to have got to do a scene with him. That would have been thank awesome. You, great. Thank you so much. Thank you.
0: My name's Sean from Las Vegas. Um, recently, the actor, I'd butcher his name, that plays Euron, has said in season seven, he'll make, Euron will make Ramsay look like a little kid. My question would be, Lord Bolton, would you like me to dispatch 20 of my best men to teach him a lesson? Or should we handle it a different way?
1: I'll deal with him myself. <laughs> thank you, thank you. <laughs>
2: My name is Jill, I'm from
1: Missouri. I'm wondering as an actor, in a movie you just deal with one director, but on a series like this, when you're having to deal with several different directors, did you ever find some of them wanted to take your character maybe in a different direction than you had expected? What's it like working with different directors? Um, that's a good question. Um, I, the way that the show is constructed with, um, I mean, it's kind of like a, it goes up to Dan and Dave at the top. So they, I think, it sort of filters through to the directors. They have a brief. I think some of them have suggested things, but once you get to a certain um, that, that I didn't quite agree with. But once you get to a certain point where you know your character, the directors tend to trust you. And they were just. And if you, if you think that instinctively something doesn't feel right, then you can you have the right to say. And, and usually, if you if you back it up with a good reason, then it makes sense. But it, it, usually, it was quite seamless. All the directors knew and. What, what the character was. So it didn't, it, I don't think it happened, that maybe happened once or twice, but it, it didn't really.
2: Good, thank you. Thank you. Uh, hi, I'm Alan. Um, I'm also from Las Vegas. From Ramsey's just like in court, incredibly long list of victims, do you have like a kill that was like your favorite or one that was most <laughs> memorable to you?
1: <laughs> so many. Um, um, I don't know. I, I, I thought. Uh, yeah, I think you've got to give it to Rick on. Yeah, I thought that was particularly. Sorry, sorry. That was a great shot, guys. Give it up yeah. for his shot. Yeah put bronze to shame, Battle of Blackwater, come on. And everyone's saying, do the zigzag, do the zigzag. That's not going to work.
2: No. <laughs> you would have got him anyway.
1: Um, I mean, uh, yeah, I, I even put a little, yeah, I mean, I think that's probably the, it's the it's really harsh, that one, but, yeah, it was quite, a, but it was clever, because he did it for a reason, in order to draw Jon Snow out, and I thought, you know, fair play, that it worked. Hi, my name's Taylor. Mine is not Game of Thrones related, um, but do you have a girlfriend? <laughs> <laughs> yes I do (laughs) sorry do you have dinner plans? (laughs) I'm very flattered (laughs) I don't know what to say I did want to discuss the
0: show (laughs) (laughs) thank you we were going to get to that but I'm glad she did first Thank you.
1: <laughs> Thank you.
2: Hi. I'm Katrin, and I'm wondering who do you want on the Iron Throne?
1: Who do I want on the throne?
2: Yeah.
1: Ooh. I don't know. I think they should get rid of the throne. No. <laughs> it's causing a lot of problems. <laughs> I think they should have a nice, you know, elected, democratic, <laughs> everyone gets to vote for someone. It's foolproof. Um, get rid of these, these stupid, archaic, simply... Mm-hmm. Um, uh, system of a throne, I think.
2: Thank you. <laughs> What's up, man? I'm uh, Marvin. Yo. I'm actually not from L.A. or anything. I'm from Germany. <laughs> yeah. But So, uh, this is kind of, like, not Game of Thrones related, but I'm wondering, like, since you already have your foot inside the Marvel door, like, if you were, like, the opportunity to be in the MCU arise, would you take that? It's, uh,
1: I don't know the something.
2: Marvel Cinematic Universe? To, like, oh! With, like,
1: <laughs> yeah, I, I know this. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Don't worry, man. We'll cut we that out on brief the out We didn't the What was the question though? Would you be interested in playing in the MCU? Like, would you, if there was ever a role, would you ever take that? I'm, I'm not Do you understand the question? I, don't, <laughs> I would can't you, help you. <laughs> would I play a character in? Yeah, like, you know? if, okay, so you already have your foot
2: inside the door of Marvel. Yeah. So, you know, if you ever wanted to, like, progress and get into, like, you know, a bigger role as a bigger superhero, or, like, mm. in, you know, oh, yeah. anywhere in the, in the United States, would you take that? And who would you want to play?
1: I'd love to play Wolverine. Uh, That'd be cool. I'm gonna
2: have to give that to Tom Hardy, bro. I'm sorry.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I reckon I could cane that one. Yeah. Appreciate it. How are you? I'm Hunter from Colorado Springs. Um, Do you prefer singing or acting? Um, It's a very good question. Um, I love It's very difficult now for me to sort of answer that because before I would have said singing about five, ten years ago. But now, I mean, I I love acting as my job, but I love singing as kind of my own thing. So I guess, I mean, it probably still is singing, really, but um, I just do more acting. (laughs) Well, your music's great, dude. Oh, thank you very much. Cheers, man.
2: Hi, my name is Julie. I'm from New York. Um, Yeah, I represent. (laughs) Uh, I'm a big fan of all your work. I absolutely love it. You were fantastic as Ramsey. And I just have a question about, uh, on a personal level, uh, I know like, a lot of actors that have played difficult characters like Heath Ledger with the Joker. Did that have any of like a, a big personal impact on you trying to get into that kind of you know, role?
1: Yeah, um, no, not really, I mean some of the scenes particularly were difficult to sort of get your head around and you know, uh, afterwards it left a horrible feeling. But in general, I'm quite good at, I don't let it get to me I don't, you know, that, a lot of the things you'll like, you know, when people really go into these characters and they mm-hmm. just want to live in the, the whole method thing, I'm not really interested in that. Um, so yeah, I, I, can, I can kind of drop it. I'm quite good at just dropping. They leave like a sort of shadow almost on you um, for a bit, but then they just wears away and, and then it goes, yeah. I think, I, I don't think I've got any of Ram, well, I don't know, probably do, yeah. <laughs> well, that's
2: good, thank you. <laughs> thank you. Thank you.
1: I've just been told that we can take two more questions, guys.
2: My name's Anthony, I'm also from New York,
1: and um, you know, you've you done a lot of other roles. You're know, we're in Misfits, uh, as someone else mentioned you played Hitler, you're in a show Riviera now. So there are a little bit of different types of roles, the characters that you're playing, but how much does a character like Ramsay, the things that you kind of learned while playing that character, does that kind of come out in other roles? And how do you kind of take and apply what you did in that role to other future roles? That's a really good question. <laughs> I've never even thought of that. Um... <laughs> Yeah, I guess, I mean, I guess uh, technically on a level, the more you work, the more experience you get and the more you, you know, you're just comfortable and you know what the cameras are doing and you know where to stand and all that stuff. So it always helps every job. I feel like I'm um, improving on a technical and confidence as well. It, a lot of acting is to do with confidence, I think. And um, so when you do a big part of that and people like you wonderful people are giving me such nice compliments, it really helps. Um, Take that to the next role, and you feel like, okay, I can do this. I've got this one. Um, in terms, I always try to play. My, I don't. I don't ever like think. Oh, that's like that character because I always want to. They have to be completely different people for me. Um, so yeah. Did that answer your question? I think so. Okay. I think so. <laughs> it's a good question much. though. Thank you. I appreciate it.
0: Thank you. <laughs> Thank you.
1: How are you doing? Hi, man.
0: What's the funnest thing that you've done with the rest of the cast?
1: Um. um I don't know. I, I mean. It's kind of, uh, we just used to go out and play pool and kind of get a bit drunk and stuff. Um, one of the great, wicked moments was that when we finished uh, filming the Battle of the Bastards, the, all, the, all the guys from, the Bolton guys and the Stark guys all got together and had a massive party. And they were like, will you come? And I was like, yeah, sure, man. Um, so we were all in there like just having a great night with all the guys, uh, all, all, all our army. So it was pretty cool. Um, and someone had written a song <laughs> for Ramsey. <That's> so cool. <laughs> the Bolton boys had written a song about Ramsey. I can't remember how it goes. But um, yeah, that was cool. That was really good fun. For all. And it was great because when you're filming it, you don't get to interact so much with those guys. And they put, they put so much hard work into it. They really gave it their all. And, and so it was great to get to sort of celebrate the whole thing with them at the end.
0: That's a good way to end the battle.
1: Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah everyone gets drunk together. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you guys so much for asking questions. Yeah. Thank Please you. give it up for all of our questions.
0: <laughs> Looks like we have one more.
1: Hi, I'm Christina from New York. Thank you for coming here. And I was just wondering, now that you've done almost every single season of Game of Thrones, did you ever have time to read the books? <laughs> No. Be careful in the audience you've yeah, got here. I mean, <laughs> it's nothing against the books or anything. It's just that for me it was important that I didn't go. That I, It's difficult. Sometimes you can confuse yourself with the literature of, because if it's not quite the same as what they're writing um, in the series, I could throw myself, and I didn't want to do that. Um, so I decided to stick to you know the um, the scripts and the and David and Dan's wisdom. And the other guys, you know, you've got such uh, people who know everything. You know, they just know it all. So I, st- I stuck with that. I thought that was wise. But I might read them now. Yeah.
2: Now you got some free time.
1: Exactly. <laughs> and did you get your influence from Heath Ledger? And did you ever meet him? No, I never. I've never met him. He, he, there was a little when I was first constructing the character. I did sort of obviously that was a reference um, for me of just the kind of how. Um, Difficulty is to read and how maniacal he can be and then all of a sudden he will just kill someone But um, and then I took a walk from Liam Gallagher um, and, uh, and And then his mischievous side from Dennis the menace <laughs> So I thought he needed a kind of childlike so yeah, they were the three influences for Ramsey Bolt. It's like the ultimate
0: three character yeah,
1: He's somewhere in the middle between those yeah. three guys. Yeah,
0: that's cool. Thank you. Thank you. All right
2: Thank you guys Ryan. so much. This has
0: been fun. Yeah. you have fun.
2: This has been awesome. This is a great way to kick off this whole weekend. So. Absolutely.
0: We weren't really sure. You know, we just wanted to hang out and stuff. And yeah. really easy to talk to. Thanks for coming and chilling. No worries, us. man. It's been a pleasure. We Thank you. we got these really comfortable chairs. Yeah, they're lovely, these chairs, aren't yeah. they? Yeah. Mm-hmm. The cushion's very comfortable. Very good, yeah. <laughs>
1: yeah. Very good. You should try it.
0: I, well, the Con of Thrones is only, this is, uh, you know, the first panel in this room, the first podcast in this room uh, since after the uh, opening ceremony. They got a, a really big weekend in front of us. And uh, you're going to be able to meet him and uh, take a photograph with him. So that's pretty cool. And uh, we're really excited. So thank you for coming. Yeah. Thank you.
2: Thanks so much. Thanks for
0: mm-hmm. Really appreciate it. A
1: pleasure. Thanks, guys. Cheers.